everyone, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Talawa, the podcast that features Jamaicans locally and internationally who are innovating and dominating in their journey to success. Most importantly, they are doing so based on their own definition of success. Today, we have with us Joel Dean, a young tech mogul in the making whose technical expertise motivates youth he mentors as well as impresses world-renowned tech companies. I am your host, Yannick Taylor. Thank you for joining me today, Joel. How are you doing? Hi, Yannick. I'm doing great, actually. Thanks for asking. Not a problem. Thank you for agreeing to, to join me today. I'm excited to learn so much more about what you are doing as a software architect and device magician. I particularly loved how you phrased that, device magician. Can you talk a little bit about that and what it is? Yeah, so um, I, I, I mainly came up with that phrase because of the plethora of different uh, devices and apps I've worked on uh, since I've been in the tech industry. I started out building an app called the Pothole Positioning System. That was a very interesting app in Jamaica where I, where I was able to utilize the smartphone to detect potholes uh, while persons were driving. So that was my first uh, interaction with, with apps and technology. And that, that was one of the inspirations for crafting the term device magician because I'm able to push these devices that we use every day to the, to the limit to do things with them that just seem magical. Wow, now that's interesting that you would cope with a concept to identify potholes. Like, you are an awesome problem solver, one. <laughs> <laughs> and also very creative around solving a problem because I would never think of, oh, you know, you have all these problems driving every day on our roads with potholes. But I would have never thought of a way to, you know, help with that besides, of course, fixing the road is yeah. an app that would help you to know where they are. Yeah. That is awesome. Awesome. So, Joel, what got you into software development, into the technical field as it is? Well, my main inspiration uh, came from my father. My father is a, a, a very technical person, so he's always into maintenance and, and technical tasks. So, from a very early age, he would fix and, and build the computers for people. So I was always exposed to computers and always just wanting to, to dive deeper and deeper into understanding how they actually work. So, you know, going through high school, I did the sciences. And when it was time for me to further my studies in university, we basically decided that the best direction for me to go in is to study computer science because that's when my interests started to develop around app development. When I was in school and doing information technology, I was always thinking, what's the next thing after, after learning these basics about the computer? How do these programs work? Who writes these programs? What are these programs written in? And what does it really take to, to, to build them? So from there, um, that was like the initial inspiration that pushed me to study uh, a bachelor's of science in computer science at NCU. Okay, so when you were doing your bachelor's, did you 
Because I think a lot of times, I know when I, I remember when I entered college, I mean, many moons ago now, but <laughs> I still have <laughs> memory of it. And I think a lot of times, even though you are like yourself, you, you went in and you, you know, thankfully were able to pursue at the time what was your passion and something that you had been able to experience firsthand. I think sometimes once you you get into an academic program per se, it can kind of turn you off a bit, not be what you expected. And usually in that first two year span of universities, mm-hmm. kind of like you're still trying to find your footing. Did you experience any, any of that or was it pretty much smooth sailing for you in terms of just developing your skill sets and being able to move forward with your dream of becoming um, an app developer and being in the tech, the tech industry? Yes, I, I experienced that, of course. Uh, the first two years of university, my biggest focus was just uh, keeping on the dean's list, having a 3.8 GPA, doing all my courses and classes. And, you know, I was pretty focused on just getting the schoolwork part of things done. But one thing that I realized was that my peers who were really making a lot of progress in, in, in the hands-on side of things, actually creating apps, were shifting a bit of their focus away from just doing schoolwork and participating in competition and doing, doing things outside of the coursework to, to better themselves skills-wise. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I created the Pothole app. It was due to a competition that was put on by the World Bank and the Jamaican government. So that was, that was one of the, the life-changing parts of my college experience because from that competition, I was able to travel the world. I was able to meet a lot of fellow uh, Jamaicans in the tech space. And I was just able to see what uh, entrepreneurship and creativity can can get you, you know, in, in the whole industry. And that's something that propelled me to, to further my, to, to further my, my skill set and, and now basically work for several different U.S. companies. Great segue. So you talked about, you know, that initial experience through that competition um, really opening doors for you in terms of just exposure, being able to meet others in the industry, and just expanding even your vision for yourself. So you just stated that you have been able to do some work with you know, um, global companies. Can you just share some of those companies and what you've been able to, to do with them? Yeah, sure. All right, so first, first and foremost, uh, some of the most important work I've done is on GitHub. And GitHub is an open platform that allows you to publish open source software. So in publishing open source software, I've been able to create modules and code that's been utilized by thousands of software engineers across the world to solve problems that they have without having to do all the groundwork. So just being able to push that code, I have interacted with people from Google, Facebook, Twitter, several other engineers who would, would, would have wanted to like build a particular feature, but they were able to leverage something that I've built. And just from a, a, a company standpoint, I've worked with several companies in the data collection space. So there's a, a, a platform called the Open a Data Kit, and they 
currently serve over a million users across the world, and they create a data collection software that allows for people in underserved communities to collect data using mobile smartphones. And um, I have worked for a company in Las Vegas, and they're called Mentor. And what I assisted them in doing is building a live video streaming platform that connects mentors with people who are looking for mentorship, and they would be able to leverage this leverage this service over live video streaming and pay online. And I have been advisors to different companies and startups. Um, I, I was a, I am an advisor for a startup in in the Miami area called Versus Gaming, and they're attempting to build a live betting platform where people who are playing on PS4 and Xbox One and the PC can basically pay pay and play for 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 prizes because the esports industry is really booming right now. So those are just a few of of the opportunities I've been able to garner over the last uh, couple of years. Okay, those all sound absolutely wonderful, Joel. Now. Um Based on those experiences, based on those opportunities and working with these, let's say, tech greats, because you've named Google, you've named Facebook. Um, and I mean, if, even if you're not a techie person, those are companies you, you hear about and know about. So what, out of curiosity, what has, with your skill sets and the, the capacity that you've clearly displayed in, in being able to, to have these um, opportunities with such big companies, what has kept you in Jamaica? We know that, especially for persons with skill sets such as yours, a lot of times the, the desire, or even just based on the opportunities that we, we can get a hold of, it tends to pull us away from our country, that brain drain epidemic that we have. Um, and we see a lot of young people, especially like you, who go after those opportunities and basically, you know, leave Jamaica behind, not necessarily because they, they tend to think that that is the best and only way to succeed, but they just see that as the better opportunity. And, you know, that is where I'm going to be. This is what I want to do. So see you later, Jamaica. But you are still rooted here in Jamaica doing these great things. So share how you've been able to do that for yourself and kind of maintain this balance of not only remaining here, but also giving back of yourself to your community, to other young people as well. Yeah, so one of the most important uh, things that has allowed me to do that is remote work. And remote work is really changing the landscape of how how talent distribution is able to provide skills and services for companies all over the world without having to worry about you know, language barriers, time zones, and you know, geographical differences. So right. being able to work remotely, um, I have been able to stay within the country and still work with these companies. And that has been enabled by, by tools such as Zoom and Slack, and, and Google Docs and just all these online tools that allow these companies to create a virtual work environment that allows collaboration and, and just overall communication. And um, most importantly, 
you know, separate and apart from remote work, it's really a beautiful thing to be able to be in your home country while interacting with these other companies because you are able to stay in an environment that you're comfortable with. You're able to have the support of your family and friends and just the familiarity of your space while also exploring other cultures and countries because a lot of these remote companies what's amazing about them is they have like yearly meetups so they'll fly team members to different countries to to have meetings and and to explore and they also have you know several different opportunities for knowledge exchange and and such forth so one of the main things that has really allowed me to, to stay here is just remote work and also my passion for giving back to the local community. Um, I'm involved in several local initiatives. Uh, I have provided mentorship through the next gen uh, creators, coders of the Caribbean. I run a local developer group, the Google developer group, the Kingston, the Kingston um, branch, and they are responsible for what we do there is we, we basically share the latest Google uh, technologies and run different uh, segments and talks and sessions about coding practices and how to build uh, software. Uh, I'm also a part of the Global Shapers Kingston Hub, which is a group of like-minded young people who are passionate about making a social change. And they are also a part of a wider uh, group that's under the World Economic Forum. So I have a lot of different things that I'm currently involved in locally that help to drive, basically help to drive the ecosystem and also allows me to be fulfilled in, in just my overall contribution. Of course, there, there has been several times when I've thought about migrating. Um, Canada, there are persons in Canada who has offered me jobs there. There are people in, in Germany who has offered me jobs as well and several others, but I, it's just not my time as yet and I'm, and I'm still evaluating if that's the next best thing to do because Jamaica will always be my home even if I leave uh, for a few years. But for now, uh, I'm, I'm, staying, I'm, I'm, I'm staying here and, and just seeing, seeing where, where the world and the opportunities take me. Wonderful. Glad to hear that because I think you are doing so many great things, um, even while keeping your active ties with these global companies and doing what you love. Um, you mentioned the World Economic Forum's Global Shapers, the community organization that you, you partner with. But tell us a bit about your own initiative, Code for a Cause. Yes, yeah, so uh, Code, Code for a Cause is, is, is this initiative that I am pushing through the Google Developer Group that I am the lead organizer for. And also as, uh, as just a personal project, and what, I, what, I, what I'm basically doing is I am bringing code to the masses. I'm going to high schools and prep schools and primary schools and even universities and just sharing with people the power of programming. Because there are a lot of people here who are very talented, who are very skilled, but they don't really see computer science or technology as an avenue for 
for their career and just for an actual way to solve their problems to actually code for a cause. So I'm just breaking down how we can convert from consumers to producers, just, just basically sharing examples of a lot of Jamaicans who are from several different parishes here who are doing well on the global market, um, sharing the different tools that, that are used to create pro programs and apps and how young people can leverage these tools to learn. Also just talking about uh, our favorite apps that we utilize and what it takes to build them, just to, to basically bridge that gap between something that, feel foreign, that feels foreign to a lot of people to make it feel closer to home because one of the most important things that's important for young people is mentorship. And it's, they have to have someone to emulate because if they don't, they, they really won't know what's truly possible. And that's, that's one of the things that has allowed a lot of uh, people in these foreign countries to create these technologies because they're just emulating what they're seeing around them. So there has to be like a great push locally for, for tech leaders and persons who are experienced in this space to just share knowledge and share their experiences so people can know that it's, it's not impossible and they can do it too. Absolutely. That is absolutely correct. Um, mentorship is very important for our youth today, and especially something like coding, because I think there's still a lot of misunderstandings around um, even something like coding within the tech industry and yeah. really how successful of a career um, a person, especially a young person who is really good at it like yourself, how successful that they can be. I mean, you spoke about being able to work remotely. You are interacting with companies in Germany, in Canada, and you don't have to leave your bed, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, 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 that's, and that's an important point. Like, we're literally having a, a traffic epidemic in, in Kingston right now where people are spending two, two hours in traffic each day. Exactly. Uh, people are just losing a lot of uh, hours of productivity. People are miserable, and there's literally no flexibility. And there are opportunities for leveraging these tools that can actually change the way how we work. Because for the past four years, I've not worked in an office. I've literally not left my house to work. I've stayed home and I've saved on gas, on, 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 on food, and just saved on a lot of time. And, and, had, and I've had like, you know, more peace of mind per se, because sure. I, haven't, I don't have to commute to an office. So there's just like a lot of benefits to adopting these new ways of work. That, exactly. that I'm also sharing in talks. Yes, it's the new workplace, right? To work remotely, absolutely. Um, so how, how do you connect with young people and the schools with your initiative? Or do they, how do they get in contact with you? Okay, so honestly, what I do right now is a lot of times like, people will just reach out to me to, to come and share. And also... I, I will also just reach out to different schools. So because I am a part of several different uh, parent organizations that are, that are involved in, in social impact and outreach, they always have a mandate to, to do different projects in different areas and schools. So through those avenues, I'm able to, to facilitate the programs uh, most recently, though, I've been spending a lot of time focusing on the Google Developer Group 
the Kingston, uh, the Kingston chapter. And what I will basically be doing is putting a lot of focus on the universities here because they are the breeding grounds for a lot of the, the students who are being trained in, in computer science. And that's where a lot of the guidance need to take place. So a lot of people from these uh, schools will, will basically participate in the program, recommend others, and from there, uh, that's how I've been uh, sharing knowledge. Okay, wonderful. So as we close out our conversation, what are some of the things you, you have in mind or that you would propose with your, or through your expertise in resolving for Jamaica? You already did your pothole app. <laughs> Do you have any other ideas brewing or anything else that's coming out soon? Yeah, well, uh, from a personal standpoint, I've always had little ideas that I would want to see um, in this space. Uh, most recently, I, I wanted to partner with, uh, an, with another a person to create an app uh, to take videos and pictures of, of the taxi drivers that are, that are really causing <laughs> havoc. Um, I've had ideas about uh, basically logging issues that are taking place in, in, in the communities. Um, several, I've had several different ideas, but one of the most important things that has to take place for a lot of these ideas to, to, to really manifest is just more support from, from the local space and from the local community. Because what I've realized a lot since being an app developer, Jamaicans, like a lot of people are more interested in using the apps of these larger foreign companies, but sometimes even local app developers need support to really get their products out the door and no one wants to pay for them and nobody wants to help to support them. So sometimes people who have great ideas get stifled. So um, overall, Jamaica is currently in a really good space. There's a lot of growth in the stock market and the economy and there are a lot of policies coming in place that are having you know, great changes, especially in the financial industry. But for yeah. us to really, really grow and, and you know, really impact our GDP and, and several, and, and just several other uh, means that are measuring the performance of the country, we have to take technology more seriously because technology has been one of the greatest catalysts for improving the quality of life of major cities across the world. And already Jamaicans are creative and talented and anything we touch become turned to gold and, and it's just marketable worldwide. And I think that the technological arena still, still needs a lot more a lot more support, especially from the local government and just organizations that are able to, to, to just help companies, especially startup companies who are trying to make a change. So, you know, that's just something I'm hoping for. And there are several different initiatives in the space that are trying to do that. So I'm just watching on to see, to see what the next big thing will be. Well said, Joel, and I'm in total agreement because technology is definitely the way forward. Um, in even working on this podcast and, you know, as you would hear in the intro, I'm communicating with J Jamaicans even internationally. And of course, I'm not flying to see them. 
and yeah. to do that because of the technology available to us today. Yeah. And like yourself, I also work remotely. Um, so there are just so many more opportunities you can take advantage of. And I think it speaks as well to just de defining more our individual vision for being mm -hmm. successful. Um, yeah. It keeps changing as technology develops more and more as well. And so, like you, I do hope that our local space here in Jamaica will embrace that more. I think through mm -hmm. the work and inspiring and motivating the youth you interact with as well is going to, to help with getting more people in the tech space to help advance that goal as well. Yes. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for spending the time with us today. No problem, Yannick. I was really happy to share. Always happy to share. <laughs> All right. So you have just heard from Joel Dean, the magical technical expert <laughs> who has spent time sharing his expertise in the tech industry, who is helping to develop the tech space, not just here in Jamaica, but internationally with companies such as Google and Facebook, and who continues to work diligently with our young people to ensure that the future remains bright for the tech space um, as well. So thank you again, Joel. Thank you to our listeners. And please do join us again for the next episode of Talawa.